Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time once again for the Midweek War. I am your host, the maddest of mics. We are talking Impact Wrestling. And with me, as always, is the one man who likes Impact, Antonio Garza. How are you, sir? Hey, Mike. I'm doing good. Uh, I am the guy who likes Impact. Uh, unfortunately... <laughs> I'm not the guy who likes GFW so far. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very important is, distinction. Yeah, this last week's having a kind of like white and black sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's so much to talk about. I can't wait till next week. Yeah, um, a long show, so yeah. All right. Uh, full disclosure: I was doing two fantasy football drafts during this week, so if my details are slightly sketchy, it's because TNA didn't hold my attention. Shocker. Um, and full, full disclosure, uh, I don't have also my details because I was watching TNA and I just didn't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Garza, what's your one word for this week's impact? Uh, my one word is 11. 11. You know why? Because hold, TNA hold is... On, hold, 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 hold on. Do they have... No, it's, they don't have 11 days yet. No, no. It's because TNA's Tuesday clock. Just hit eleven. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh my god! All right, we are, um, one click away from Doomsday. <laughs> oh, Jesus, uh, if TNA was the Watchman, who would be Ozymandias? <laughs> would it would it be like EC three? Probably, probably, because he's the only one who probably will have a career after TNA. Yeah, <laughs> he'd be like, oh no, Andy. I signed with WWE 20 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just adjusts his tie and walks away. <laughs> All right. Um, my one word this week is uniform. <laughs> because if you're going to be someone's personal assistant, you need a fucking uniform, Jeff Hardy. You can't just dress like you're walking out and breaking your leg in Cameron, North Carolina. You can't do it. Especially with a man of EC3 stature. You can't fucking do it. Okay. So, Garza, I know it's difficult. What was your good this week for TNA? Uh, oh, man, this is going to be crazy, but my good thing is actually Karen Jarrett's promo. <laughs> oh, Here's why. oh, wow. Here's why. We're starting off with a low bar. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that. Uh, she had the perfect comeback to a Ruth's little promo. And it was that part where she said, you know what? You, sh you should be taking care of what you say because all you guys in the back are going to have to be talking to Jeff Jarrett next week. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. All right. You know, I'll, I'll take that. Karen is trying to channel late Stephanie McMahon. Yeah. She's, I, she's trying. She's trying. I hate, I hate her delivery, mm -hmm. but uh, the word she speaks, like, they, they ring a bell. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm with you on that. Uh, my good this week is actually going to be Eric Young's heel turn. <laughs> heel, heel turn? Heel, heel turn. Heel, heel okay. turn. Yeah. His double heel turn, his double, his double heel two-lip step. I don't know. <laughs> Some, but because Eric Young... Has no reason to stay loyal to TNA. 
No. So this actually makes the most fucking sense for me in the world. And I'm totally cool with that. It's put, It puts Eric Young in a big spotlight, which I enjoy, because Eric Young is one of the shining stars in TNA. Like, even when he's given something as horrible as Sergeant Chris Melendez to deal with, he tries to spin it into as much gold as possible. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, I, I like I like Eric Young being in GFW because honestly, Eric Young going to GFW instantly becomes the biggest name GFW has. Yeah, that, that's what I was, I was about to say. Uh, he going to to GFW kind of gives GFW some legit strength because as, yeah. as much as uh, Masters or Mordersky, whatever his name is, is, is like big. Well, let's be honest, it's Masters. Yeah. Like, Masters is not bigger than the TNA big guys. Uh, the tag team of Trevor Lee and, and Myers are not as good as the tag teams, or as the bad tag teams in TNA. I so still they, don't know who Trevor Lee is. You need to watch that guy, man. Mm. <laughs> you need to do some research on him because it's good. He needs to give me a reason to watch that guy. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm telling you, from, from all the, the GFW guys, he's one to... Worth checking out. Okay. Like regardless of GFW, but no, yeah, I agree. Like Eric Young's uh, joining GFW does kind of give it like, some some legit strength. I I hate that they're selling that uh Aldis that Magnus was the one who gave them the, the briefcase, but they can't fucking use Magnus. Exactly. Now, if Magnus had been the one like the mole inside TNA, that's perfect. Yeah. That's honestly the best thing they. There's so many things they could have done with this, but because TNA doesn't plan ahead. Yeah, Galloway versus Magnus? That's a fucking main event there. Yeah, that's a good match. Yeah. That's a good match. That's something I want to watch. That's something I pay to watch. I don't know. No, not really. I don't know if I I pay. That's something that I would go to Justin's house to watch. Yes. (laughs) I would illegally stream it. All right, uh, so now I know this is going to be slightly easier. What's your bad this week for TNA? Uh, I'm going to give the bad to a lumberjack match, which wasn't a lumberjack match. <laughs> because it was kind of like bring your voice to the, to your ringside match and like attack people mm-hmm. if they want to. But that, that wasn't a lumberjack match. See, you know how this would have been more interesting for me? If they took everyone who wasn't involved in Lethal Lockdown and have them be the Lumberjacks. Yeah. Because then you can have like a whole bunch of backstage segments with a lot of guys wondering where they should go. Like that sounds more intriguing to me because who knows if DJ Z is loyal to TNA. Yeah. I don't think he has a reason to be. Wait, like, and we just we just saw uh, three guys uh Mm-hmm. Goddard's one of the rising Kenny, guys. Kenny King and, and Kenny King. So the leftovers of, of the stable wars uh, <laughs> that have nothing to do. Like we don't we saw that they're really not like they don't don't really care for TNA. So I mean those are the guys that should have been out there. Uh I think uh that specific part just showed that GF Dali is really limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of sucks that they brought. They're still trotting out Scott Demore as a key member of GFW. Scott Scott Demore, 
Scottamore is awesome. No, Scottamore is awesome, but he is not a wrestler. Yeah. He is not but, uh, a wrestler. I, I think well, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that, uh, you know, it, it shows that TFW should have brought more than five guys to the tapings. They don't have more than five guys. Garth. No, they, they do. They do. No, no, they don't. Not exclusive, yes, do. guys. Yeah, they do. Not who? They have uh, two tag teams, one from India and the uh, Heavenly Bodies. I think they're exclusive. I, I don't. I don't think they are. No, no. Okay. Yeah. All they right. Do have more people. Okay. Well, maybe as of the time of this recording, they didn't. Because you gotta remember, it's September now. This was recorded back in August. July. Yeah. July. Yeah. So, all right. Um, my bad this week is the Wolves are already four-time tag team champions. Yeah, That's I, fucking ridiculous. I didn't like the title change. No, I mean, the title change had to happen because after Lethal Lockdown, GFW is probably going away. Like, let's be honest. They're probably going away. So you had to get the titles back, but why drop them in the first place? Like, where was Dixie Carter to announce, hey, you can't use someone else's briefcase because you know what? You can't. That's no, the they, rule of the briefcase. You can't no, you, do that. They can no, you can't? Yeah. Go. Give me one instance where that's been precedented. Uh, Robbie E. gave Velvet his briefcase. No. And she, and she got fired. Velvet was the one who pulled down the case. And then uh, there was that also, uh, I think it was Gunner, who gave his, his briefcase to Storm or something like that. Oh, yeah. All right. I guess, I guess you're right on that. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> but still, like uh, the problem here is it's not that they gave the title to those guys; it's that they're rushing everything. Yeah, to they're, the next they're week. trying to do like a, an eight-month angle in three and a half weeks. Yeah, so I mean that's the problem. Uh, I think the title changes were actually because, good because it gives G- GFW some power at some point. Yeah, because well, ultimately I, this sh- this whole thing should be, as I've said before. The guys who you want to see lead TNA to victory ultimately fail. Mm-hmm. Like like Lashley, Galloway, the Wolves, they should ultimately fail. And then Dixie has to go, Ethan, Ethan you're right. You were right about this whole thing. I'm sorry. We need you to do this. And he's like, all right, Auntie. I'm going to need a few things. I'm going to need a few guys. And that's when he gets your Bobby Roods, your James Storms, your your heels. That's when you get the Suicide Squad of TNA together, like <laughs> the dickheads who will lie, cheat, and steal their way to get TNA back. Like that's when you, and then the kicker when you have EC3, you got your Rude, you got um, Eric Young before he turned, you got James Storm, and you need a fifth guy. You know who that fifth guy is? Kurt motherfucking Angle. Yeah. That's an Angle hates all of those guys. But you know what? For the good of TNA, he'll put it aside. And that is how you do the story. That's how you do the story. But no, they want to do it within a month. Yeah. That's, so that's we're stuck with problem. the Wolves, Lashley, and Drew Galloway. Galloway. Yeah, that's the biggest problem that I think they're facing. That They're rushing everything. 
mm-hmm. they rush the like like you said a five month feud into a, a three week thing. Yeah, and you know I get TNA has limited time, just like Garza's uh, lower third. <laughs> but you know if you're gonna do something like this, try and do it right. Yeah. Try not to half-ass it because maybe if you actually took the time to develop this, it could save your company. Mm-hmm. It could actually be interesting instead of fake interesting. All right. Uh, my bad this week. Oh, no, I did mine. The, the tag yeah. title change. Yeah. Um, all right, Garza, what would you change about Impact this week? Uh, I know there's a lot to change. Yeah, this one's not, it's not that big of a change, but it's something that really, like, not pissed me off, but, I mean, I didn't like it. Uh, when Eric Young came in for the big swerve at the end, mm-hmm. uh, I, what's his name, uh, Matthews and Popart, what is this demented guy doing out here? And, like, no, that's not how you sell a swerve. You're telling yeah. me, like, yes, Eric Young, he's a heel, but he's here exactly. to Exactly. Like, like. Oh, Hogan's coming out. Hogan's coming out. But whose side is he on? Exactly. We don't know that yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, try to sell me that Eric Young just saw the light and is doing something for Jenny. Oh, my God, no. And plus, the last time we saw Eric Young in a ring with GFW, guys, he was about to beat up Jeff Jarrett. Exactly, yeah. Like, and that's the, like, ah, like, that was the one thing they did right. Yeah. But the announcers fucked it up. Yeah, I hate like, it. Even announcers. worse than Bobby Heenan. Even worse than Bobby Heenan. All right. Um, one thing I would change this week, uh, before I mention the change, I have to give a supplemental bad thing to Eric Young. He didn't do jack shit with that leg. Yeah, he just put his- That was the most disappointed I've ever been in my natural life about TM. <laughs> because so much potential. So much potential wasted. <laughs> just yeah. completely wasted. Anyway. You, can kind of, you can kind of tell that they just put that on the burner while... Oh, he, yeah, you can you can tell. You. That literally happened. Like, that segment with Eric Young and Sarge probably literally happened an hour after their match. Yeah. Where they didn't have time to think of anything interesting. Yeah, and we're like, oh, you know what? We're going to GFW, so just like, whatever. How, you know what would have been awesome? Here's another thing they could have done with the leg. Eric Young goes to a batting cage with it. (laughs) (laughs) Come on! That's perfect! Or like a driving range. There's got to be a driving range within within a half hour of Florida. Come on! There's the ESPN zone right there. He could have gone there. On the topic, I'm just going to start calling Melendez the Black Knight. <laughs> because you're like, oh, this is not a fresh wound. I want to shut you again. <laughs> Dude, you don't have a leg. Okay. okay. <laughs> if they went full Black Knight with him and somehow he was able to remove his other arm, oh, man, be- I'm totally cool with that. I'd be scary, but I'd be cool with that. <laughs> I'm totally cool with it. Totally. <laughs> His, his new shirt just needs to be, it's a flesh wound. It's a flesh wound. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, my, my change this week. We have to reboot the knockouts division just all together. Yeah. I, we have to reboot yeah. the whole thing from scratch. Because they have so many heels. 
so many heels. And yet, this is the second week in a row we've had face versus face championship matches. Yeah. And all the heels are now in the same stable. Um, and Lady Tapa. Well, she's GFW. So. Yeah, but still, for some reason, yeah. it's she a special. It doesn't get a title match. It's it's a special kind of feel. Yeah, but why why didn't she get a a title match against? Uh, fuck. What's her name? Brooke. Well, I know she, she gets. I know she gets one next week. But Jeff Jarrett, you know, corporate hostile takeover. There should have been one night where uh, PJ Black had the King of the Mountain. The the two other guys got the tag titles, and Lady Toppa was going after the the knockout style, but got caught in the crossfire of like the beautiful people and the dollhouse. Mm-hmm. Like it's this is not this is not difficult to book. It's not difficult. I can't Lady Toppa. She's the only female in GFW, yeah. so it's kind of hard to do that. And next week they have a four way for reasons, I guess. I haven't seen the car for next week, but uh, oh no, it's uh, Brooke, Kong, Gale, and Tapa. Yeah, four way match, which doesn't make any sense because Dollhouse and Beautiful People not even in the thing, not even in the ethos for that. Like if I were the Dollhouse, I'd go to GFW. Yeah, that's what I would do if I were the Dollhouse. Because why would they want to save TNA? TNA. Didn't care that Taryn got her hand destroyed by Gail Kim. They should go to GFW. Like, again, if they were doing a longer booking, this is what you could do. Because then you could have, like, the Dollhouse and Lady Tapa. You could have them five on five against the beautiful people, Gail Kim, Gail Kim and Kong. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And then whoever got, like, the winning pin got to fight Brooke at Bound for Glory for the knockout title. That's a cool angle. But they're not doing anything with that. Yeah, I think, I mean, they, they've, again, they fall into the problem that they only have a limited amount of time and they're super booking. But uh, they're also the, horrible at booking. Yeah, that's true. But uh, <laughs> like, I, I can see how this match could make sense in the long run, but there's no long run. Yeah. So exactly. at this point, like next week, we're getting Tapa Kong, Rook and, Gil, and Kim, and. Kong and Tapa don't don't deserve title matches. They nope. should fight each other because that's their feud again. Uh, again, with, you know, maybe maybe without countouts. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Like do a fucking no countout match or something. Or you know what? Fuck it. Put them in a six sides of steel. Give give them a full metal mayhem match. They, they will be oh a case next week. Yeah. Give awesome Kong and Lady Tapa a full metal mayhem match, please. That would be great. No, I'm serious. I'm dead serious yeah. about that. I want to Kong splash someone through a fucking table. I don't awesome. think they can do much with a ladder, but the tables and the chairs, sure. Why yeah, not? <laughs> if we can have Big Show in a ladder match, we can have Awesome Kong in a ladder match, all right? Well, they, they did require a special type of ladder, but yeah, I see your point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so was there anything else you wanted to touch on about TNA? Uh, we can talk about EC3 and Jeff Hardy. <sighs> that was that was also disappointing. Yeah, I think uh, this show was I don't know like EC3 and Jeff Hardy scene. I feel it's like the the third thing to to think about the show. Mm-hmm. Like the whole GFW thing is obviously like the top thing to talk about. 
but I just feel like the the EC3 and Hardy thing are just like so out there, like no one cares. Yeah, and it, it kind of sucks because like even Jeff Hardy was really really good at being a terrible, terrible submissive man. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, and Jeff Hardy talking to Galloway saying, "Hey, man, I'd love to join your fight," and EC3 cutting him off. Yeah, that is super good. That is really good character development, character build for both for all three guys really in that whole mm-hmm. scenario. But there's no long term, so you can't expand upon that. Yeah, like ah, uh, because that could you imagine if if EC3 ordered Jeff Hardy to fight for GFW <laughs> to, to stick it to his auntie? I mean, I have like, to imagine, imagine that. that. Just imagine, like, oh. GFW needs a fifth guy for lethal lockdown. Jeff, you're to go into lethal, that lethal lockdown match, and you're to win this for GFW. Well, he, you imagine he, that storyline. EC3 still likes TNA because he's a TNA champ. Mm, Even does he? Well, does he doesn't. He? Like, he doesn't like Jared for sure. He doesn't like Jared, but he had his back turned on by Aunt D. Yeah, but I mean, you may hate Aunt, Aunt D. Aunt D was but... the one who made him do all these title defenses. But you still hate TNA more. I mean, you still hate GFW more. Yeah, but he's but he's such an egotist that he could take one little slight as an excuse to bring the entire company down. But then he stops being the champ. No, I don't think so. Yeah, because it, there's no TNA anymore. He oh, no, he, to... He's still the TNA champ. Of, of no one. So what's different? <laughs> <laughs> no, he... I, but could you imagine... Like, but then, see, and to that point, Ethan Carter would then be the last TNA champion, retired, <laughs> undefeated, and untied. He's gonna be anyway. He'd be down <laughs> for that. He would be so down to a beat every TNA Hall of Famer, retire undefeated, retire as champion. That's a win-win-win for EC3. I don't know. I, but I just think it'd be, it'd be an interesting way to approach it. It'd be an interesting thing, but I, I just... and then and then like you could have Dixie go up to Ethan like, "Why are you making Jeff do this? Like, you turn your back on me, Auntie. Like, please don't make Jeff do this." And like during the fight, Jeff's the last guy to come out. Last guy to come out, right? TNA's look. TNA is defeated. Like as soon as Jeff Hardy comes in, it's gonna take a simple swanton. They're done. And right as Jeff's walking out because he doesn't want to do this, Ethan stops him and says, Jeff, do what you think is right. Boom. Then Jeff Hardy turns coat and TNA wins. <laughs> like, there are so many things to do with this and they're doing none of them. I, I, I don't agree that that would be the best thing to do, but I, I agree that there are many things that they can do. I'm, I'm guessing and hoping that at some point Jeff will force, uh, I mean, uh, Ethan will force Jeff to fight Matt. Well, that has to happen. Well, I, I will, I will tell you that Jeff is in the lethal lockdown match. Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett. Oh, Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, yeah. Um, and TNA does need a fifth guy. I'm not going to tell you who it is. That's that's, sure? where, that's where I will draw the line. Yeah, I, I have a good idea who it's going to be. But, uh... Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> No, you don't. <laughs> All right. But anyway, um, so Garza, where can the people on the internet find you? 
you can find me at DW Revolution at the Twitter machine, and you can find me at DWrestlingRevolution.com. Uh, you can also join Patreon as I do and give $1 to the Wrestling Mayhem Show, and they will give things back to you, and you'll be supporting this as a group of podcasters like ourselves and Sorgatron and, and the other guys. And also, if you donate to Patreon, you can make us introduce you however you want. However you want. If you want us to woo after we say your name, if, we, if you want us to say that you are amazing in bed, we'll do it. We'll do it. If you want us to just plug something, we'll do that too. Yeah, I'm actually considering uh, making Amen and Mike introduce me as if I was Anderson. So that's the type <laughs> of part where you get. We're giving one dollar. And you know what? We, we'd have to fucking do it. <laughs> we'd have to do it. All right. Um, I'm Mad Mike four eight eight three on the Twitters. Uh, I also do the Total Divas wrap up every week with Jen Carlins. And uh, if for some reason, we'll have one next week. It's because Jen Carlins is still stalking Dean Ambrose as he left Wizard World Comic Con and has him tied in a closet Marty the Moth style. Uh, oh, I miss Lucha. <laughs> as I was saying, I'm like, fuck, I miss Lucha. And Sexy Star is probably totally dead right now. Yeah. She's been locked up a while. <laughs> All right, so... um. Garza, it's safe to say you have TNA third this week like I do, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, not the best showing. Okay, wrestling, just so, okay. so, many, so many missed opportunities. Yeah. So many missed opportunities. Next week is going to be interesting because I've kind of been spoiled on this. Garza has not been. <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting next week. Uh so, I think uh, r- regardless of how the quality will be for the next week, so, uh, just the idea that this could be the last shows of TNA are, are kind of making it a, a must-watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I want to get a couple other people's feedback on this. I do want to do a Bound for Glory wrap-up because if they're not picked up, Bound for Glory will be the last TNA show we ever talk about. <laughs> So yeah. it'll kind of be a finale. We may have someone parallel parking a car outside an Italian restaurant. We may uh, tell Eamon that Will is his father and then cut off his hand. We may have a sled that says, fuck TNA. There's a lot of movie references I just threw out at people, and I'm sorry if I spoiled you on any of them. And just remember, Chad the Sad is Kaiser Soze. So... uh <laughs> For Antonio Garza, I'm Mad Mike. This has been your Mid Week War!